0: Welcome to Open SAP Invites, your invitation to learn with us on the go.
1: Welcome to Open SAP Invites. I'm your host, Elisabeth Riemann, and in this episode, we're learning all about SAP Fieldglass, SAP's vendor management system its benefits and key use cases with Amber Roth, global head of the SAP Fieldglass pre-sales team and Amanda Slevard, director of solution advisory for SAP Fieldglass. Stay tuned for their fascinating insights into the SAP Fieldglass portfolio and how it's supporting customers. We'll find out what's new, what's to come in 2021 and how we can learn more. Amber Roth is the global head of the SAP Fieldglass pre-sales team and has been with the company for almost 12 years. She plays an integral role in bringing innovation and strategy to our customers while working with product management to communicate market trends and customer needs. Her passion lies with the customer and being able to showcase how SAP Fieldglass can truly transform their business. Amber holds a bachelor's degree from the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. In her spare time, you'll find her chasing around her two small kids or practicing yoga to mentally recover from the chaos. Amanda Sliva is a director of solution advisory for SAP Fieldglass. She brings over 15 years of contingent labor management and services procurement expertise to prospective customers to design solutions to fit their current needs and build toward an innovative future program. She also has experience in management consultation, team building, professional development, strategic implementation and company collaboration. Amanda holds an MBA from Canisius College and spends her free time chasing her three-year-old son. Let's say hello. Hello, Amanda, and hello, Amber. Hello. Hi, Lizzie. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. A very warm welcome, both of you, to open SAP invites. Thank you so much for being our guest today. I'm really looking forward to learning more about SAP Field Glass as we focus on the business benefits and turn the spotlight on some key use cases, too. So, let's start today's conversation with a couple of warm up questions. So, first off, could you maybe set the scene for all our listeners, by sharing some fast and interesting facts that best describe and summarize SAP FieldGlass for us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm absolutely thrilled to be able to do that. Uh, FieldGlass was founded in, back in 1999, the turn of the century, uh, in Chicago by uh, Jay Shikawat. And, you know, really, it was a small tech company with a very big dream of trying to solve, you know, and, and really crack the case of being able to solve the external workforce problem for organizations. You know, our original name was B2B People, so big name change, you know, in the, the past 20 or so years. And, uh, you know, the, the cool thing about us is that we were born in the cloud, and, you know, that was before cloud was even really a thing, you know, for for tech companies. Uh, one of the things that's, you know, really kind of the passion of, of Glass is... Jay's you know kind of starting problem statement of you need to fall in love with the problem. And not your product. And it's really about coming up with solutions for customers. And that's really been our heartbeat ever since our inception in 1999. We were acquired by SAP in 2014 um, due to our market success. And SAP really looked at us and knew that we were a really great fit within their solution set. And since, you know, since our inception, we have about a 99% customer retention rate It's hard to beat that statistic and we manage almost $60 billion in global services spend for Fortune, you know, 1,000 organizations and, you know, really a testament to the overall adoption of Fieldglass is, you know, every hour we had approximately 350 users. So every hour of the day, there are 350 new users added to different, you know, realms and tenants across the globe. So it's
1: really exciting. That's incredible. That's really amazing and really good to hear. Thank you so much for sharing those facts with us as an introduction to SAP Fieldglass. And another question before we talk in more detail about the portfolio, I'd really like to ask you both what you like most about your own work and experiences with SAP Fieldglass. So I think this is an easy
0: one, and uh, perhaps a bit cliche in my response, but, um, and I'm gonna have to pick two. I can't just pick one. Uh, the first is fine. <laughs> good. The first one I'd say is is working with our customers. It is a solid technology platform, and I think I'll speak for everyone when I say we truly believe in it. And it is so easy to get excited about something, and to be able to showcase it to your customers when you know it's it's something you believe in and you're passionate about, and you can see how it will really make their lives easier, and I'd say the second one, and this is probably where my cliche co- comment comes in, but it's the people. It's hands down the people. Um, we travel a lot for our work, you know, being in sales, and it's. I look forward to those evenings out um, with my coworkers, and I mean, I voluntarily vacation with a lot of them as well. So I think that says something. It does. <laughs> and my husband works for SAP. So in case he works or he listens to this later, then, you know, I have to include him, too.
2: <laughs> I would have to agree with Amber. Um, you know, the one thing that I really love is that there is never the same day twice here. You know, while we do deal with a common problem, the way organizations leverage their external workforce is always a little bit different. So it's always a challenge. It's always great to learn more about new industries and how we grow together. and Yeah, I'm going to echo the cliche of the people. I remember when I started here eight years ago, I kept like kind of pinching myself and saying, these people are really nice.
1: What's when is the other shoe going to drop? And it hasn't yet. So it's it's really great. The people are amazing here. That's really great to hear. And I can really feel your enthusiasm. And there's nothing nicer than to speak to people who are passionate about their jobs and really kind of exude that enthusiasm. So that's really fantastic and speaks volumes. So thank you very much. So if we look at SAP Fieldglass now, um, Amanda, you provided us with some facts and figures as way of an introduction. But what's the elevator pitch of SAP Fieldglass? So the modern workforce is experiencing a massive shift and
0: employees only represent about 58% of workforce spend. And the other 42% is actually made up of external resources. And that includes contingent workers, independent contractors, freelancers, and service providers, uh, like maybe a consulting firm or a marketing agency. So SAP Fieldglass is a cloud-based open vendor management system. You might hear the term VMS. And it truly helps organizations find, engage, manage and pay these external services while unlocking more value from this growing external workforce. And it can be anywhere in the world. So ultimately allows our customers to proactively manage everything from costs to compliance, to security, to quality of work and much more. Uh, To also leverage a connected ecosystem of global talent and to use partners to stay ahead of their competition. And I'd say the third one here is to uh, truly adapt a solution based on their needs to provide a seamless end-to-end experience. SAP Glass is really just one component in their entire ecosystem.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's a wonderfully comprehensive solution then as well by the sounds of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the external resources or the workforce, what proportion of the workforce is typically classified as external? And maybe you could outline the benefits of this for us as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really interesting statistic, and we've done a lot of research over the past, you know, five, six, seven years to really kind of back this up, and it, it's grown over time. But we're finding that up to, you know, 42% of an organization's entire workforce could be external. Um, so it's it's becoming a really huge part of not only the strategic and operational nature of, of for organizations to get their work done is to have this flex flexible workforce. And again, that research is really kind of telling us that only about 14% of these companies feel that they're truly managing this category of of labor and spend and talent effectively. Um, You know, kind of the easy one, when when you think about a company The the easy first thing that you think of is the the full-time employee base, Um, you know, full-time employees on a company's payroll, and this this used to be by far the largest group of employees for organizations. They have an entire department dedicated to their care and well-being, and that's human resources. But we find that that's changing. And if we look at the external workforce, it's really made up of two primary buckets. What I would call non-payroll workers are people such as, you know, traditional temps, independent contractors, freelancers, agency workers. You know, as an example, it's you know the graphic designer that you bring in for the last six weeks to finish a project because nobody else might have that skill set on on staff. The second bucket are service providers, which I'm gonna kind of call the invisible workforce. And we call it that because most organizations have absolutely no idea who these people are doing the work. Organizations will contract with a company for a project, and then that company sends whoever they want in to do that work. And this could be, you know, kind of your big four consulting firms, marketing agencies, call center operations, tax and accounting firms, anything that's occurring offshore, for example. All of these groups make up the total workforce. So companies, you know, they have a really good sense of who their full-time employees are, and they can produce a list of those workers very easily. But very few have a really good insight as to what's actually happening in this other bucket outside of, you know, maybe managing spend and managing a budget to those workers. A really big misconception of the industry is that our platform or the technology handles only one piece of this, the contingent workforce, when in reality, we tackle the entire external workforce for organizations, both contingent and those third-party
1: service providers that make up that invisible workforce. So if I could ask, what does the SAP Fieldglass portfolio comprise exactly? Can you talk us through the offering? Absolutely. So Amanda just laid out the different uh, complexities that make up
0: the the total workforce. And companies really uh, engage this external workforce and services in in many different ways. So there's four main modules that SAP Fieldglass provides. The first one being contingent workforce. And that really aligns to that non-payroll bucket that Amanda was describing. It's really a rec to check process. So it starts with creating a requisition, engaging staffing providers or agencies, reviewing those candidates, and ultimately selecting and onboarding one or, or many of them. They fill out timesheets at the end of the week, and they get paid. So it very much follows an HR process. The second module is SOW or services procurement or statement of work, you might hear a lot of different terms here, but that's really that outsourced or project work and typically that's paid on a milestone or deliverable basis. Companies are engaging a supplier to do the work, Um, they may still care about who's coming on site to do that so that they can track things like badges and security measures and access control and certifications that are in place. The third one is what we call worker profile management. And this is a very simplistic solution. It really just gives organizations visibility into who's on site. Um, So it's a simple profile just to give them, you know, uh, visibility and track that access. And then the fourth one um, should be launched uh, next month is called assignment management. And this really breaks that linear process. It you know assumes that there's already preferred vendors in place, there's outline agreements in place, and it's really focused on asset intensive industries who just needed to ultimately manage and receipt the work that's done. So four main modules we offer within our portfolio. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. And to help us gain a better practical understanding of SAP Fieldglass and its portfolio, I'd like to turn our conversation to customer stories and use cases. Can you tell us a little bit about how customers are using SAP Fieldglass today?
2: Absolutely. Our customers are are really coming to us and and they get you know, kind of out of the out of the gate, five main benefits. And and these are really kind of those drivers of, you know, kind of the problem that we set up and, and the modules and the the solutions that Amber just described. And that is of course cost savings. Um, always a hot topic for procurement, um, but it's it's also the increasing worker quality. It's automation through, you know, being able to save time through a, a traditionally, you know, a, a cumbersome process if it's done on paper, worker compliance, and of course, that overall visibility. You know, you can't manage what you can't see. The first example that, you know, we, we really love to talk about is a huge global um, life sciences organization, and they came to us with a very particular problem. They were looking at deploying worker profile tracking for their entire global workforce, and they believed at the time that there were about 45,000 people around the globe total. What we found was during that implementation that they actually had about 135,000 non-employees doing that work for that organization, you know, and 500 of those people were sitting in an R&D lab in Pakistan without a proper NDA in place. So organizations, you know, are really, you know, it, it, it goes back to that visibility of you can't manage what you can't see, you don't know what you don't know, and, and without having, you know, line of sight to who and, and the volume of workers that you have, you're putting yourself in in some significant risk with that. Another example that we have is, you know, as we begin to think about kind of the risk and compliance aspect of the benefits from field glass is we've got two really interesting examples here. One within the mining industry and their primary reason for purchasing field glass was to reduce risk within their third party contractor set. You know, they have thousands of contractors coming on site daily, working in and around the mines. And what they found was you know, contractors were four times more likely to have an injury or even a fatality than full time employees because those safety trainings and certifications were never validated by their supplier. They had no way to make sure that they were going through the same level of training as they put their full-time employees through. Once they implemented field Glass, they found that they were able to reduce those workplace accidents by 50%. So it's a really significant benefit, both financially as well as from a safety perspective. Nobody wants to get hurt on the job. And last but not least, this is the true crime section of our podcast today. Uh, <laughs> we coming have down? a financial... We have a a financial insurance company who shall remain nameless. Um, Prior to implementing Fieldglass, they had a contractor who left their engagement. They maintained their IT and and access to those internal systems. And that contractor stole about 30,000 personnel records, including the social security number of the CEO, and sold it on the black market. So needless to say that uh, that organization said, we need to fix this immediately. And they put field glass in place to, to help prevent that and shut off IT access to those who uh, exit their
1: engagements. So yeah, a massive wake up call for them. Yeah, the risk and compliance is, is huge. <laughs> Also really good to hear about the benefits of SAP field glass and the fact that you know by these compliance trainings and safety training that you're really making a huge difference on a personal level as well it's not just the business benefit but it's the benefit also to the people working there as well to make sure that they're they're safe and they still healthy as well that's so important so while Amanda
0: likes to invoke a little bit of fear in everybody with these stories, <laughs> I can share I can share a couple of uh, perhaps more uh, more positive ones.
1: Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh,
0: perfect. Um, so I, I actually want to start with with Siemens, and you know they're well known Europe's largest electronics and engineering company. And and when they implemented their program, their main goals were all around process efficiencies. And, you know, everybody looks at cost savings too. They want that with a new technology. Um, and then they also wanted integration for a more holistic, you know, management end to end. Before they implemented field glass they managed everything independently across their uh, various business units. They had multiple MSPs in place, four different technologies. So you can imagine that they had no visibility, no consistency across So after Rolling Field Glass out, roughly manage about $150 million annually, they were able to save over $17 million since launching the the program. $400,000 of that was saved by turning paper invoices into electronic submittals. So massive cost savings they've been able to achieve. And on the efficiency side, which Amanda highlighted was also uh, obviously a massive benefit with implementing a technology 25% 25% reduction in cycle time, and eliminated about 40% of their manual processes. So some major uh, benefits that they've realized throughout the course of their program. And then the last one I'll highlight to you, we love to talk about our customers, if you haven't noticed. Um, but we like to hear
1: about the customers. <laughs>
0: Great. Phillips, obviously a healthcare technology company, and, you know, they rely on highly specialized skills that are often in, in, you know, short supply or demand, especially now. So their goal when they implemented SAP Fieldglass was a holistic, you know, total talent strategy. They wanted to be able to find the right talent no matter where in the globe that they were, they were um, located. So last year, when the pandemic hit, obviously, they were in uh, high, high demand and, and high need. So they needed to increase their production of monitors and ventilators. And so by having the holistic visibility into their external workforce, they were able to move from one production line to um, actually three lines and from one shift a day to a 24 hour uptime. So having this visibility into their external workforce was key into knowing where their skilled resources were and to be able to redeploy them quickly in order to support the demand that they were seeing.
1: Mm -hmm. That's amazing and it's as you keep saying as well, it's this repetitive theme um, of visibility, right? And you really need to to see that to make a real difference. Can't manage what you can't see. And if we zoom out now and look at the bigger context, what are the general market trends that you're seeing today? So... A VMS, a vendor management system,
0: has been around for about 20 years now. So this is is certainly not a a new thing on the market, Um, but we actually just completed a study with, uh, in partnership with Oxford Economics, and found that only about 35% of companies actually have a VMS to manage their contingent workforce. I was personally shocked by this. I, I assumed it would be quite a bit higher than that. So there's definitely still some opportunity for for customers and organizations to get their arms around this kind of traditional contingent labor spend. What we're also seeing though is, you know, procurement organizations are really starting to mature and they're realizing that, uh, you know, managing services shouldn't just be to a budget. You know, we're not buying pencils and laptops here, but, you know, these are people that are coming on site and are delivering this outcome or this service. So knowing, you know, who is working for you, how much you're spending on them, where they're located, and ultimately, you know, are you getting what you pay for is critical for organizations to, you know, truly realize their success. So trend number one, I definitely see a rise in services procurement for trend number two uh, organizations are starting to look at you know the future of work there's lots of buzzwords around this whether we're talking about the gig economy and you know direct sourcing and fms and so there's a lot of buzzwords um, that are that are popping up here but you know as as organizations get their arms around the contingent labor and external services spend, they're, they're really looking to take their programs to the next level. And a big component, component of that is with direct sourcing. There's massive opportunities and cost savings if they're using their brand to attract talent. They might have known talent pools of qualified, skilled individuals that they want to bring back. And so they're really focused on you know, bringing that innovation and a consumer-driven experience to all users you know, every step along the way. And there are a lot of specialty talent pool solutions or freelancer management systems, FMS is what you might hear there, that are coming into the market. And they're really geared towards this Direct sourcing in this gig economy. Um, individuals and companies, they all want flexibility. Again, we just saw that over the past year. You know, the last thing organizations want to do is to have to go through you know, mass amounts of layoffs yet again. And you know, if we look at, at individuals, you and I and, and our listeners here included, everybody's juggling crazy schedules, whether that's childcare or homeschooling or you know who, who knows what else. So they want the flexibility too. So the way that we've addressed this um, is with what we call our digital partner network. And this really allows organizations to leverage all these various solutions across the market and to integrate those seamlessly to SAP Fieldglass. And it really gives hiring managers a centralized place to initiate any type of request, no matter what they're looking for from an external talent perspective, um, and still leverage all of these different talent channels as we see the market grow and evolve. So this is a big area of innovation for us. And I'd expect
1: a lot. uh, I'd expect to see a lot evolve here in the near term. Mm -hmm. That's really fascinating. And I love the fact that it's really addressing the need for flexibility on both sides as well. Needed more now than ever. More than ever before, right? So, I mean, last year, 2020, I think it's fair to say it was a dramatic year in all ways imaginable. And it's often being described as a year of unprecedented change. So what's been the specific impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on business and how can SAP Fieldglass really support here? Can we maybe look at the the pandemic in more detail?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely something it's, it's top of mind for everybody in in every industry is is how not only how to react during the pandemic, but what this is all going to look like as we we start to come out of this. Um, You know, businesses around the world, you know, it took a it's interesting because they reacted in different ways. And we actually can look back to the financial crisis of 2008 to see how the external wor- workforce focus and spending is what we expect to be affected and what we expect the rebound to be. Um So back in 2008, and this is what we're seeing in our 2020 trends as well, our our customers kind of took that initial pause as they would just around the, you know, just like everybody around the world did as they reacted to the worst of the news that was coming out. But what we are seeing within organizations of certain industries, that demand is beginning to skyrocket for a flexible external workforce. Because for a lot of organizations, and again, it's industry dependent, that work didn't stop. And if anything, it increased dramatically. If I think about our logistics organizations and the reliance on shipping packages back and forth, you know, their demand and their need for labor has increased Dramatically over the past nine months, ten months, Um, and we're we're really expecting to see the same thing that happened in two thousand eight, where you know there was an initial demand and then a dramatic skyrocket. We're starting to see that trend again in twenty twenty, and it's it's really validated by the number and the volume of deals that we saw. Book and, and come in in Q3 and Q4 in the latter half of the year. You know, everyone kind of took that initial pause in the first half of the year, and what our customers found out is that they still need to rely on that external workforce, and you know, it, it they need this in order to make sure that they can get work done. So it told us two things. You know, if a customer doesn't have the right tools in place when disruptions like this occur again, because some type of disruption, we all know that it will happen again. We hope that it will not be a virus and we hope that it won't be so, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's quite so dramatic the next time. But disruptions are a natural part of business. I think that we all know that. And if they don't have the right tools in place. They can struggle to know who's working where, how they can be agile with their workforce, what they're spending, where they can save, and where they need to ramp up in terms of meeting customer demand. Um, You know, and the second thing is with the right system in place like Fieldglass, customers, you know, can ramp up, take advantage of the versatility of that workforce. And as their business starts moving and growing again, they can have a distinct competitive advantage over those who aren't managing that strategic lever of their workforce.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's all about sensible management as well then there and really looking midterm, looking to the post-pandemic world and really planning for that and for different disruptions that might still arise as well. Yeah, really fascinating discussion, I think, and we can learn a lot from our customers too there as well. And one thing I'd like to discuss with the two of you is when we look now at the SAP ecosystem as a whole, how is SAP Fieldglass really positioned within this? Well, we have a very unique spot within the SAP ecosystem, and it's a really unique
2: spend category because it's focused around people. You know, like Amber said, it's, you know, we're not buying laptops, we're not buying pencils, we're not buying office chairs, We're 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 procuring talent. So it introduces a whole new set of nuances like complex pay rates, tenure policies, GDPR compliance, data privacy. And it really is both an HR problem as as well as a procurement problem. It, It sits right in the middle of those two disciplines. You know, so Fieldglass is really crucial to that intelligent spend management strategy for SAP and integrated in an intelligent way of managing spend across all of the channels for an organization, and that includes your contingent workforce and your services procurement, your travel and expense with Concur, and direct and indirect spend within Ariba. So we have a really special spot within Intelligent Spend. We offer those productized integrations with Ariba in order to ensure negotiated contracts are enforced. Uh, Downstream, you know, POs are raised and approved, and invoices are available on the supplier network. So it's a really smart and easy fit within kind of that spend management strategy for SAP.
0: But on the flip side, we talked a lot about the importance of total workforce management too. So that's uh, certainly not a component to be ignored. So with field glass and success factors, then that allows organization organizations to achieve a total workforce management strategy. And that really allows companies to have a better understanding of how works how work gets done across their entire business. So with productized integrations to success factors, organizations not only get, you know, complete org chart visibility, but they can, you know, maximize engagement, collaboration, productivity across all of their talent channels um, by really applying, you know, certain HR policies and practices to their external workforce as well, so things like
1: onboarding and training. Mm-hmm. That's really good to have that all, whole context there. Thank you. And the year twenty twenty one, it's still quite young. Um, but I'd like to ask you what's new and what's next for SAP Field Glass this year? What can you tell us there? So this is an exciting year for SAP Field Glass. You know
0: we mentioned that there's a lot of ways that you can truly get work done. And as our customers tend, continue to grow and mature, you know, they're looking at us to help them solve these various complexities and these new ways of of getting work done. So stay tuned for a new module that's being launched next month. Um, I hinted at the assignment management there in the beginning. And this is again, really targeted at asset intensive industries, but it, it really simplifies how customers can, you know, administer ad hoc work under you know already constructed umbrella supplier agreements. So if you think like maintenance activities at a at a chemical refinery or a chemical plant, contractors are badging in and out through a gate pass system. There's complex pay rules in place and organizations really need a daily receipt and daily visibility into the hours worked and the costs accrued.
1: Exciting things to come this year. Thank you for filling us in there. That's excellent to hear. And on open SAP invites, we like to focus on learning recommendations. So now I'd like to ask you both, how do you suggest we get started? Where can we learn more about SAP Glass?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We would love for everyone to learn everything they can about SAP Field Glass. So this <laughs> is really exciting. Um, so we are definitely evangelists for this. Um, there is a seven-unit course called "This is SAP Field Glass," um, as well as another one getting. St- it's called "Getting Started with SAP Field Glass," which is a five-week course, and that is really in very in-depth about transactional information, data management. So it's really very technical. Those would be for our expert developers out there. And then we do have some new enablement and training courses coming in March with the launch of our new module with assignment management. So definitely check them out. It is great content.
1: Excellent. We'll link some of those resources, the open SAP courses that you mentioned in the episode show notes, and also extra links and recommendations too. And another question to you, how can we stay up to date with SAP or glass? Because there's a lot going on this year and a lot of good things to come. Yeah, the best
2: way. So two really good ways. Of course, the website. Go to the website sap.com. Um, we have really great content there. White papers that are available. But you know, for that day-to-day information of you know things are changing all the time, and we have really great you know customer stories to pro- promote. Check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. We even have an Instagram. Um, occasionally, we'll put a picture up there. So definitely <laughs> check out the social media for uh for more stories about us and what keeps us busy uh, day-to-day and in how we serve our customers.
1: Brilliant. Thank you so much. To conclude today's episode, can I maybe ask you to name three key benefits of SAP Glass and what you love most about it?
0: Absolutely. So number one, visibility into the invisible workforce, and that leads to improved cost control and results. Number two, flexibility to increase the speed and productivity. And we've, seen, we've really seen that over the course of the past year. And the third one I'd say is confidence to manage compliance and security risks. We think back to those uh, fear-invoking stories that, <laughs> Amanda, uh, that Amanda shared and realize the true importance of this.
1: Absolutely. No, thank you so much. Thank you, Amber. And thank you, Amanda, for being wonderful guests today. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and the opportunity to learn more about SAP Glass. You've given us some wonderful insights and customer stories, things that have shocked us, things that have really uplifted us as well. So it's been a really uh, insightful discussion and I'm looking forward to learning more in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to Open SAP Invites. If you enjoyed this episode, please share and leave a review. And don't miss your next invite. Subscribe now.